The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Accessing. State of search. Live from Europe. Welcome to the home of the latest search marketing news and views of the world. Welcome to the state of search. Our hosts scope the entire search marketing space from Berlin to Bucharest, London to Lisbon, the Silicon Valley, and beyond. Search marketers from around the world discuss the latest headlines and issues in search engine marketing, social media, and more. WebmasterRadio.fm presents State of Search with your hosts, Boss Bondenbeld and Roy Hoiskies. Good evening. We are back with another episode of the State of Search on Webmaster Radio. And um, as usual, my good friend Roy is joining me again. Hey, Roy. Hey, Boss. How are you doing? I'm doing really good. I spent the weekend, or most of the weekend actually, in Leeds. And uh, we have a guest from Leeds there, uh, Mr. Uh, at the Hodge, Mr. Dom, Mr. Sweets, Mr. whatever. I'm not pronouncing his last You're name. You're really trying to get my Dom. name right this time, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not saying your last name. <laughs> Welcome to the uh, show, Dom. <laughs> hi, Baz and Roy. How you doing? Uh, pretty good, considering uh, all the uh, beer I've had this weekend. Uh, doing, uh, pr- pretty good, actually. Uh, this weekend was uh, Think Visibility, which is uh, um, the conference uh, uh, Dom organizes in Leeds. Uh, it was my first time there, and I really enjoyed myself. It, was, uh, it, it lived up to the reputation, so to speak. So that, that, that was good. And, uh, yeah, well, it's... Uh, that's true. I really had a good time. I also, um, I kind of, you know, I visit a lot of different kind of conferences, the big ones, the smaller ones. And, and, and what I enjoy with these conferences is not just uh, the fact that you can uh, drink with your buddies, uh, but also that, <laughs> that you can actually uh, see the raw talent coming up in the conferences. Because um, I, I wrote about this earlier this week. Uh, I, I do feel that on the bigger conferences like SMX, SES, you most of the times you see the same faces on stage, and um, I think conferences like ThinkFizz and also the Brighton SEO, which is coming up this Friday, they they also have speakers there. You don't see at the bigger conferences. And I like that. It's good no, fun. I mean, that's something I was on the Dojo podcast the other week, and with Rand and Mike, Mike from SES, and we had we had this conversation. We really do try and get some new talent, the people that have never spoken before, never got up on the stage. Even I even go as far as of announcing people without telling them that they're actually speaking. Um, <laughs> so they, they just see their name appear on the website. That may have happened once or twice, but um, they get used to it. We introduced a new thing this year called Your Time to Shine, which you, of course, know about, Buzz, where we, yes. we basically gave um, a few audience members five minutes on stage to do whatever they wanted. It didn't have to be online marketing related. It didn't have to be good or it didn't have to be prepared. It just had to be something interesting. It's a, it's a great way of trying something new, a new style of presenting. And that really helped. There were some really people there that have never done any sort of presenting before were really scared about it. But, you know, anybody can do five minutes on stage. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, and it, the, the problem, however, is I, I did one of the five-minute talks, is that um, it's probably even harder to do five minutes instead of uh, 45 minutes. Yeah, but they don't know that when they say yay. <laughs> 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 if it's five minutes, that's fine. And then they get down to it. They go, oh, I could have done 45 minutes. And then yeah. we get the next time. So we've already got one of them, one of the people who did uh, five minutes last time speaking. So uh, we might get a few more. Well, so uh, what was your shining moment then? Oh, I, 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 I talked about uh, I talked about my holiday. <laughs> I think, yeah. Well, I think since it was five minutes uh, um, to talk about something different, uh, Dom kind of made made it clear that um, that five minutes was not supposed to be like do the talk you always do, uh, but try try out something. And I figured I could try out um, uh, storytelling. So um, 
uh, I, I got the story of my holiday, which where a couple of, for a couple of days during my holiday, we we spent in uh, one of the worst holiday houses that, uh, out there. And don't um, forget to mention the name of it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I have the name of the presentation, but I, I it's Chambenois, I, I think. Uh, but it was it was a a house near a camp like a camp place um, campsite. That's the right English word, and. Uh, we spent a couple of days there, but the owners, they were Dutch owners, by the way, they, they were horrible. And I told that story, and I told the story also in mind with, with the fact that during my holiday, I kept thinking, I'm going to hack their site, and I'm going to do next video, and I'm going to do black because they were so darn bad. <laughs> so that's, that's the reason I figured, well, let's just talk about that. And uh, also because it's partly social marketing, because what those guys did just was rubbish in, in when it comes to social, it's because I was talking bad about it, wasn't talking good about them. So I, I, I tried that doing storytelling, and uh, well, kind of people did seem to like it. I, th I, I think uh, from the reactions I got. So uh, got some good feedback. We, I mean, um, you've seen the social enhancer with the tweets for your session. So you know, there's some really good feedback within there, and. And that's the great thing. It's just you can try something, and if it doesn't work out, it's five minutes. You know, you try something new next time. Hmm. Well, exactly. We, we, try, we try a lot of weird stuff, and not yeah. everything goes right. No, that, <laughs> that, 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 that's the great thing. If if I and I'm speaking at SMX in two weeks, if I would try it there in the 45 minutes and things go wrong, uh, <laughs> not good. <laughs> but um, no, but all in all, I, I really enjoyed it. it. Especially also, well, uh, what, what's the name? Malcolm was the first guy who yeah. was on stage. He he had never talked before, and um, he, he, he was so scared. And like literally, I I, I may I sort of forced him to go on stage with another guy, um, but he really enjoyed. I think he's got the bug. So, and he did. He did um, brand uh, the importance of brand using Lego, yeah. and we, we had a little bit of a Lego theme through the conference. But I think it was uh, it was really well received. It, it was, yeah. He didn't do it in five minutes, but he was really fun to watch <laughs> on stage. So it was okay that it was longer than five minutes. So, His so introduction that was, was five minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, so that that was good. And uh, well, of course, the the uh, uh, one thing you guys do different is is, for example, uh, during uh, lunch, uh, the game show <laughs> during lunch, which uh, um, w which I've never seen before, and you had. Uh, two teams of a tip. You did a typical English uh, show, it was because yeah, I didn't so know. The, well, it's also in America as well. Uh, it's a show called Family Fortunes, and the idea is that you survey a hundred people to uh, and ask them a question, and you, you the the team has to guess what would be the top answer. Mm. Um, so, but what we did is we we always we always take a typical game show and put a spin on it. So last year we did Play Your Serps Right, which is actually an online game. So if you're listening you're to playyourserpsright.com, you can see the video of last year and you can play what we played. So the idea last year was we give you a search keyword, so let's say Game Boy, and we say, is Engadget higher or lower than Gizmodo for the term game? You know, and, and that gets up there. Uh, oh, it's a British version of the game show Family Feud from Brasgow. Thank you very much there. <laughs> family feud yeah. ah that, yeah, that makes sense now okay so this year we did fam so family fortunes this year we decided to use google suggest okay so you t you know you, you go into google now and you type in you start typing it gives you all this google instant crap well i thought we'd use that to our advantage so if you go type in google now come on we'll wait load up google there that's enough time right and type in how old is now you'll see that it gives you five answers how old is beyonce is that how you spell beyonce the earth my house rebecca black and the top answer is the queen and so they had to guess what that is so we had we had several uh, answers we um we had like um beyonce our brasco is obviously a beyonce fan um <laughs> yeah we had, we had several rounds so our dog's allergic to leaving we had some just some classic lines like the question on everybody's lips is are dogs allergic to dog food not usually i'll be is the answer <laughs> and then one of the questions was how long is and the the the, the top answer i guess there was a mile which uh <laughs> um but the actual answer for that is um the great wall of china but uh, and the, so if we go how long is how long is a dog pregnant for that is what people are googling right now <laughs> 
and you, <laughs> you just you just cannot ascertain the minds of people. No. So that was the actual game show, and then I think what Baz is actually alluding to is the bonus round, which yes. seems to be on on everybody's lips. So bearing in mind at this point, I'm wearing a gold suit. If you want to look at uh, the ha- the hashtag ThinkBiz on Flickr, you'll see what we mean. But what we normally do is we do a bonus round, which is fun. So this is two agencies against each other. So the the winning agency gets on stage, and we ask them to pick the most trusted person in the team with some upper body strength. Now at this point, they pick um, Anna, which is uh, she's about three feet smaller than anybody else on the team. Um, and so we blindfold her. I say we blindfold her. We put a box on her head, just because it was funny. And yeah. then we, we, we just, we just give to give her, just to give Roy an idea. I think Anna fits in you four times, Roy. The church bone Anna, or no? That's uh, okay. Kuzai Anna. <laughs> okay. Well, and then we okay. um, awesome. <laughs> so, so we give her a box blindfold her. We we then give her we then give her a stick, and we bring out a piñata. Now that piñata is full of sweets, and a Lego minifigure. Now she uh, we we one of the team has to hold up the piñata. She has to hit it. She has 90 seconds to get the sweets out and for one of the teammate that isn't doing anything to find the minifigure. Now, you tell me any other conference that does something as entertaining as that during their lunch. <laughs> I, I wouldn't know. I've, I've never saw anything like it before. I've been, <laughs> I, I, it was really funny. <laughs> That's, uh, and, you know, uh, the, the agencies were not pre-warned we were going to do that. Oh, you know, really? They, no, they, they didn't know anything. You know, we just told them they were going to come up on stage. Uh, we told OMD to bring up three, and we told Kuzai to bring up three. That's all we told them. They didn't know what the game show was going to be. Um, we've already planned the game show next time, and I'm hoping that you know some of the other conferences will let us do a game show there because we've yeah. got lots of ideas. I think cool. uh, I think Brighton SEO is thinking about doing similar things. Um, uh, also, which is different from other conferences, of course, is 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 the evening party. It was in the casino, and uh, well, you can play poker. But um, there, there was also the Wii game of uh, uh, what's it called again? Rock band. Uh, so, rock band. So last time we last time we just put rock band in a corner, and it was actually uh, really really popular. So this time we thought we'd go all out and put the lighting rig on and actually put it on a full stage to get you the full rock band effect. Yeah. Um, in previous years, we always have the after party in the casino, and in previous years, we've done like roulette and blackjack and everything like that. But we, that seemed a bit tired this year, so we hired. Um, oh, it's it's an American TV show as well, uh, Robot Wars. So I think it was done by Mick Foley in the US, and it was done by Craig Charles in the UK. Um, and one of the teams from Robot Wars um, actually hire out not the not the robots from the show because that would be an insurance nightmare, but they've made some. <laughs> They've made some ones where they can travel with. So, um, yeah, we hired that. And we had that one, one that in one side with a charity poker match in the other. Um, and then in the middle, we had tables with cards and everything like that. And a magician walking around. So that was the, uh, that was the, um, that was the evening party. And I think that went quite well. We also had a domain auction. And I've never done an auction before. So, but that, I think, what did you think of that, Baz? What do you think, how do you think that went? Uh, really well. I, I've I've seen the auctions before, the real auctions, so to speak, before, and uh, it wasn't wasn't a lot different, to be honest, except for the for the numbers, uh, which which were a bit lower than I usually uh, or usually that I saw the last time I saw it. Um, but you, I think you you raised quite a lot of money actually for the domains which were sell sold. Yeah, yeah, we we raised a lot of money. We raised over two thousand pounds for charity, which is which is absolutely fantastic. Yes. And um, we sold we sold SteveJobs.co.uk, uh, BlackoutSEO.co.uk. Um, a <laughs> we had literally tons of domain names thrown at us. So next year we're actually going to make it a proper part of the evening, and we're actually going to put a bit more effort into it. Again, it's just one of those things that we tried. It, it worked, and it, it worked properly. Yeah. And you you know you may have seen domain name auctions before, but you've never seen a domain name auction like this where people. You know, weren't sure whether they were bidding or not, but they bid. <laughs> the, the 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 weird thing was uh, uh, that um, uh, indeed some people, uh, well, if if they touched their nose, Dom oh, was they like, moved, oh, yeah, if they moved, they bid it. That's that's happening. You know, <laughs> I think there was a guy doing a card trick, and every time he leaned for a card, he bid it. You know? yeah. <laughs> I don't think he was happy about that. 
That magician, ma- that magician, by the way, was really good. As, uh, as there was a magician walking around, and he uh, he did some great thing things. Uh, we've also got that on uh, on state of search, by the way. If you want to f- see a video of of the uh, magician uh, uh, putting a some sort of large balloon into his mouth, it was well, uh, <laughs> really it's really great to see. This, 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 it's child friendly. It is safe for work. <laughs> yeah, so, it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So so that was fun. Um Dom, do you um look at the content uh when you are actually on the conference yourself? Do you hear any of the talks? I hear some what we what we tend to do is we tend to um we have little cameras and what we do is we film the talks just for me so I can watch them when I get home. Um okay. but most of the time during the day I'm worried about it like the venue being set on fire. And you know things like that. But this year the cameras didn't work, so I didn't actually get to see any of this year's talks. But I, I all I care about is that I, it's 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 annoying putting on a conference because you you put on your dream conference, you know, with the best speakers and the best talent and the best entertainment, and then you you know you do not you, you just run around going, is everything okay? Everything okay? Yeah. And it's 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 interesting. One year I will have everything in the conference automated, and I'll just sit at the front and go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and entertain me. <laughs> That'll be fun. Um, okay, let's. Uh, uh, well, for, for those of you who uh, um, want to catch up on on ThinkVis, I think you on the website of ThinkVisibility, you um, have uh, collected all the different blog posts which uh, which are being written. Uh, I've saw a couple of uh, good blog posts coming by. Really, two really long ones from from Kuzai, um, yeah. and. Uh, um, uh, also, instead of search, uh, we have a couple from Annabelle, for example. And tomorrow, uh, Nicola will put her view on uh, on her talk uh, and and think this on uh, on state of search. So, a uh, lot lot of catch, catching up to do. So you can read all the, all it back, uh, uh, Dom. You don't have to uh, watch them all. You can just read it all. Um, well, let- yeah. One of the nice things we did this year was uh, we actually did a time lapse. So we actually hid a webcam in each room, and we'll be uploading the one from the bottom room tonight. But we actually, every six seconds, we had a, uh, a camera take a photo from the first minute that we entered the venue to the last minute of the final bit of the party when we cleared up. And so you can watch the whole conference in about eight minutes. And that's youtube.com slash thinkvisibility. Yep. And there's a, Baz is on there. I think you've got your pink shirt on. Yes, <laughs> indeed. I'm. I'm not to miss. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm. I think I'm the biggest. I was the biggest guy there, almost. So <laughs> that was a. That was fun. Okay, um, Roy. Um, how, how's your weekend been? Have you uh, looked at search, uh, or have you just spent the weekend? Uh, um, enjoy I actually spent the week with a couple of friends. We went over to the <laughs> one of our regular listeners' uh, its house, Merchboer with Joost, uh, copywriter, SEO copywriter David, and Arjan, uh, my my companion, um, companion used, in, 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 in crime. Yeah, we had, I, I, had a big, big family barbecue actually. And and on, do you talk search on on, lab, on a barbecue like that, or is it totally different from what you usually talk about? Oh well. We talk search as well, but I mean, we tend not to. We tend to talk, tend to talk about interesting stuff. Then <laughs> <laughs> now, of course, we, we were talking about search a bit, but I think one of the uh, blog posts Joost wrote in Dutch was yes. well inspired by a topic that I brew up. <clears throat> and that was, I think, uh, you're referring to a, a blog post Joost re- re- wrote about um, uh, how much does a um, a content writer ask for. Uh, for his yeah. work, and there's this whole discussion going on that every content writer should earn like 150 dollars an hour or something like that. And okay, well, and and they were complaining about people that were working for cheap, uh, or at least cheaper than they were uh, charging, and they were trying to get into a union kind of thing, but it was prohibited by Dutch law, which says you cannot do um, what's the, what's the word for that. Yeah, you can't you can't make deals about uh, putting. Yeah, you can make up. price price deals, duh. But okay, they were so now they were trying to do an elite guild or whatever kind of thing, and I'm like, okay, shut the fuck up and stop whining, that guys. I mean, welcome to the SEO, for instance. I mean, where every web designer knows SEO, and they don't know their ass from their elbow anyway. So I mean, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, see it as proof, and the more the more people you can step away from and differentiate yourself from, it's, it's just possible gain for you I think but well they weren't thinking like that I guess 
And we uh, talked about it. Yeah, you, you you see it in different areas, of course, where people um, think they should get paid more and then complain about yeah. those. One of the one of their reasons was, um, why should a lawyer get paid as much? Well, if a lawyer fucks up, you're in in prison for life, for instance. And if you fuck up, well, there's a grammar error in this 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 website, which you can change in a minute. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a big big difference in in uh, responsibility for it, and I don't want. I mean. The biggest issue, in my opinion, is if if somebody cannot see that you're actually a lot better or doing putting in a lot more value added value. I mean, is is that added added value there for people if if they don't see it? I mean, let's be honest. Ninety percent of SEO copywriting for categories in a big shop. I mean, it shouldn't be like proza or whatever. It shouldn't be literature. It, it's it's okay if it just describes what it says, and a monkey with ten fingers could actually type that stuff. I'm okay with that. And if I pay a dollar an hour for that, I'm fine. I mean, I don't want to pay 125 dollars for it and keep. I don't I don't need them to be written to specific target audiences and uses personas and I mean that's not the point of the whole thing right now at that moment and I know I know Google says write for the user yeah whatever try writing for users in a category in a web shop <laughs> so it's it's the, it's the type of content you're talking about then of course it, it, I mean it, yeah. you should pay whatever I mean and not even a type I mean if, if somebody writes the whole blog for you and fills it up with ten dollar an hour, hour articles, I'm fine with that. If it's okay, if it's good enough for me, I mean, if yeah. I want to improve, I'm going to pay more. But there's a market. If if there's a market for it, be happy that people actually um, are filling up gaps and and start working from bottom to top. I don't know. I just I don't see the complaining part. I mean, I see the complaining part, but I don't. I just don't feel that they should complain about yeah. it. Dom, what do you think is the value of of content? I, I, as a person that can't spell, and I I have a friend that whenever I launch a website, she will send me a Microsoft Word document the next day with (laughs) every page of the site spell checked, going change this to this, this to this, this to this. Mm -hmm. It's 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 it. As a person that can't spell, when I read content. I'm not really that bothered if it's spelt right or not. Um, as long as it depends on the level of it, what it is. You know, if I'm applying for a credit card and the spelt credit card wrong, that might be, um, you know, that might turn me off a little bit. But if it's just a personal website, that's fine. But it knocks some people off so much that they will not return to your website. You know, I have received like angry emails. From, you know, I can't believe, you know, you spelt this right. You're supposed to be professional. And first of all, I have never ever tried to be professional like that on my blog. Mm-hmm. You know, first of all, I'm playing guitar here on the top of the header. But it, people, people, good content is, is necessary. SEO content, I hate that word. I don't want to talk about that. Let's, yeah. I, I'd, I'd rather talk about site links, and I really don't want to talk about that, to be honest. <laughs> okay. Well, let's talk about site links after, after the break, because we have to listen to our sponsors. And uh, Dom knows, uh, like everybody, uh, but especially Dom, because I saw how he, did, how he did that on ThinkFizz, that sponsors are very important, because they keep the show alive. <laughs> so, uh, Brasco, can you take us to the commercials? We'll be right back. State of Search returns to cover the world of search marketing after we thank our sponsors. Two, one, boost to ignition. Ascend into new heights of ranking and revenue with a search engine-friendly online shopping cart that's ready for liftoff. Introducing Ascender Cart. Ascender Cart optimizes your shopping cart with easy-to-use SEO tools that will help build keywords, titles, and tags for top search engine rankings. Get all of the advantages of having a shopping cart on your site and monitor your progress with regular reports in just a click. Prepare to launch your shopping cart to the top of the search engines with Ascender Cart. Learn more about what Ascender Cart can do for you at AscenderCart.com. A-S-C-E-N-D-E-R-C-A-R-T dot com. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. 
Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrands with a Z for eBrands. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. TopSEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. WebmasterRadio.fm, the addiction that's good for you. You're listening to State of Search on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are your hosts. So, welcome back uh, on the State of Search radio show. We're talking with Dom, uh, <laughs> and uh, we uh, uh, are live again today, which is always nice. Um, we were talking before the break about uh, content and uh, before that thing, visibility, and uh, we were going to go into the site links. Um, uh, I, w- I want to do one little quick question with you guys from the chat room because uh, somebody's been asking in the chat room about something which which happened actually quite a few months ago um, uh, that in the US it's now uh, a rule that you are as an SEO company um, responsible for the content which means that if there is a copyright um, uh, issue um, it's not the client who pays up but it's the SEO company who has to pay up and um, I think it's weird, and I think that uh, in the end, the uh, uh, the uh, uh, the uh, client should be responsible and not the SEO, SEO company. But if the, the rules are like that, then you probably uh, need to be uh, um, well aware of it and um, make arrangement with the client beforehand, saying that if there are copyright issues, I think you're not responsible. But what would you guys say? I I've. There's there's a lot of stuff with scraping and things like that in there. I've I've had I've got a couple of test sites which I use uh, that scrape content and then but our robots start text out and I and I once so uh, I once forgot to robot text robots text one out and got a a, D, a DCMA from one of my friends who uh, didn't realise it was me and so it, it happens a lot. You know yeah you, you have to watch out and there are people looking at this now. I mean there's what's the what's the copyright thing that everybody uses to check whether that a um, copyscape you know yeah. there's people automating copyscape things there's people checking for this and they will go after it because you know everybody hates duplicate content yeah so but the responsibility is then for in, in this case is for the SEOs what, what do you think about is, is that right um, if the SEOs are writing the content and are writing it so they're just copying it from other people, then yes, the SEO yeah. should be in trouble. You know, that's that's why most copywriting services, I mean, even TextBroker now, copyscapes the work, the, copyscapes the work before it goes out. Yep. Yeah. Roy, what do you think? Mm-hmm. I agree on that. I mean, you should do it. I mean, I, I'm checking out all the stuff that somebody writes for me. For yeah. the same reason, I mean, and it's not even because I care as much about all the DMCA stuff because that's not working in Holland as much as they'd like. But um, <clears throat> just because of legal issues in general, I mean, you should be doing that, right? Mm. Yeah, uh, indeed. But well, there is something to say for that. Uh, SEO companies are responsible. Like for example, if you don't know all. What's going on as a client? You can't know everything. Uh, for example, if somebody takes my car uh, to a garage and the garage does something to my car, uh, which makes it uh, drive by itself like 160 miles an hour, I don't know. Um, is that my fault? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's, uh, I, what carriage I, are you going to? 
<laughs> a pretty interesting one, I can tell you that. <laughs> um, some things you just don't know about uh, as a client, so uh, you should be taught um, something about that. Um, let's get into uh, site links because um, uh, Google seems to be all about site links and 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 snippets and, and stuff like that. In the, in the over the past few weeks, they, they've been changing uh, uh, the site links from six site links below with just a few words to uh, I think it's eight to twelve, depending on on what result of your website comes by, which is which are not just site links but also have sn- small snippets with them. So they seem they look like really regular results, and they push down uh, um, all the other organic results. Um, they today we saw that in the Google Ads there are now uh, site links, uh, six site links on top, um, all site links and snippets. Uh, what's going on? Why is Google making this so important? Um, let's start with Roy. Do you have an idea, Roy? I was missing a bit of the sentence. I mean, I, when I look at the whole side links part, mm. I mean, it's just a lot of real estate. Um, and if it's on the right term, it's not even... I mean, it's okay to, to give away that real estate to somebody who actually earns it. I don't feel too bad about it. On the other hand, I mean... <clears throat> Why? Why? If you feel that certain, why stick the other results in there in general? Just like I said a couple of weeks before, I mean, Google is turning into this big, big. I have. I think one of the first shows I had this discussion that in the end you, you could just buy a SERP page from Google. That's it. Just for a whole branding party, you could give it your own look and feel, and and they would mash it up one p- big page together. I mean, I'm. I'm it's stepping close to that part, or right now, I think. Because of the side links in the ads you're talking about? No, no, not in the ads, just in general, on the whole side links part, not, not only the ads, but just the whole thing. I mean, why not make it just a branded page in general, the whole SERP page? Mm, if, if, it, it, if it is for a branded search, I mean, like, for example, if you search for yeah, Coca-Cola, why not yeah, make the entire I mean, page why not just Why not just make a page with give you the results from Facebook, from Twitter, from, well, another social network, a couple of news articles over there, the images over, just like they do, and let Coca-Cola brand it for 10000 or 25000 or $50,000 a month or whatever, something like that. I mean, I could see that actually happening. Why not? I mean, if it's still what people are looking for. Mm, yeah, well, it doesn't sound like Google, but um, it, it could could really happen. That's true. What do you think, Dom? I, I find it interesting to see what what sites have it and what sites don't. So you mentioned Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola doesn't have it. Coca-Cola just has normal site links. You go to Tesco, and Tesco has it. Nobody's bidding on Tesco on PPC. That's quite interesting as well. Um, State of Search doesn't have it either, but yeah... Uh, think visibility does, and I'm just I'm, I think I'm going to yeah, check well, on my stats to see if it's actually increased the links to sort of like the schedule and the parties through search traffic because um, they, uh, if, if, if you're number two, if you're number three, number four, you know n- n- number two, three, four, not well number two, three, two, three, four, yeah, they're, they're good, but number five, you're now off the top page, you know, you, just, you're going to be pretty annoyed. Yeah, well, just just really quickly, it's um, uh, it also depends on the search. It depends on the personalized search. It depends on uh, what uh, SERP you're using. Uh, it, it, for example, I I do have the site links uh, for state of search. Uh, if I if I search I have for site them, links, on, but not the new ones. Yes, I do. Um, so uh, it depends on on what search you do. I think uh, like state space off space search. I got them state state of search. Yeah, as one word, I got them. Uh, so it, it all depends, I think, on on several uh, different matters whether or not you're seeing them. So it's that that's that's even an extra issue, I think. Again, it's a great it's a great thing for just Google to test and just to see, you know, whether people whether it helps or whether you know it helps people whether they do less searches. And you know, we, we could enter this thing in a month where Google go, actually that didn't work and kills it. You know, mm. Google. Oh, this past month they killed loads of products. Um, you know, they, when they closed down labs, there was a blog post the other day. That'd be quite good to talk about. They, cl- they closed down like the image game, which was a brilliant thing uh, for matching images to keywords. And it was just, it was a really cool uh, technology of use of gamification before gamification became this huge, you know, buzzword. 
So I, I, I think this is just a test. I, I, I don't see it like happening. I noticed like I've actually got them. If I search state of search without uh, spaces, um, you know, I can see that you've got it here. But the site, the, the actual descriptions are, are just rubbish. And I'm wondering because that's not picking it up from the description tag. You know, is there going to be a way to configure that? You know, we're going to have to look into that now. Could mm. be a whole new thing, something new in SEO that doesn't happen often. <laughs> well, it, I think it do does pick them up from the um, descriptions you can edit. It's just that uh, in this case, if you look at, uh, it's only 35 characters, so the descriptions have to be done completely different from what, what we used to do. Uh, you don't have meta descriptions on your page, that'd be why. Anyway. <laughs> Let's talk about something interesting. <laughs> well, it's it's interesting to see that Google's indeed changing their uh, uh, site links and stuff all the time, and and they're focusing on on these st snippets and and site links right now. And I I'm not sure why they're doing that. I, I reckon if we look at the announcement of when this happened, I, re I reckon, and I haven't done any research into this, but I reckon it will have first appeared on the day that Facebook or Twitter was announcing something. <laughs> you know, I, I reckon it'll just be like that. Something, um, yeah. They'll keep it, yeah, I, they'll keep it there for a few weeks and then it'll just magically disappear. <laughs> Could be, yeah. So, um, uh, okay, next topic. Uh, I saw this article today about reviews, and I wanted to get your opinion on that. Um, it turns out research shows that 80% of shoppers change purchase decision based on negative reviews. Um, at the same time, I'm seeing uh, also remarks about, for, uh, or posts for about, for example, TripAdvisor being examined on uh, whether or not most of the uh, reviews on there are real reviews, yes or no. Uh, so it kind of feels to me like there's a whole like industry below the uh, sea level which nobody sees about reviews, trying to put up negative reviews, uh, positive reviews, uh, stuff like that. Um, at the same time, I heard something which uh, this week which was quite interesting, and that there's a Dutch company starting who is going to be selling reviews to companies. So, for example, if you are Coca-Cola uh, and they, they, they collect reviews, then you can buy uh, positive reviews from them. And I figured that's not right. Well, that's actually um, illegal in the UK. Um, but there are, there are services and there are people that do it. And even though they know it's, it's illegal in the UK. This brings up uh, an interesting story that was mentioned on Hacker News this week about Yelp. Uh, I think it was Yelp. Anyway, there was a there was a store in Yelp that had uh, one really bad negative review, and they had a one star rating. So they told a few of the customers, and the customers went on and gave them really positive reviews, and they didn't appear at all. They were still under moderation, and they were under moderation for about a year and a half. And then somebody else did some positive reviews, and then the positive reviews were on, but they still had a low rating. And then they got a phone call from Yelp saying, do you want to advertise with this bloody bloody blah? And they said, no. And then the, all the positive reviews disappeared, leaving only that one negative review. <sighs> and that's... And there was a couple of comments on that saying that happened to them. And the minute that they, the, the minute that they advertised, all the positive reviews came back. <laughs> so that's that's one of the interesting things that can happen. There's another thing as well on Google Maps about people, um, competitors marking your shop as closed down. Yes. Um, yeah. So if you go if you do a Google local search, it says, "Oh, this business doesn't have work anymore." And if you're driving past and it says, "Oh, it's done, no longer exists," you're not going to stop. And apparently, it's really hard to get that. Well, we all know it's really hard to get an answer from Google, but. <laughs> <laughs> Continue, please. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you know, that's that's the that's the sort of thing. There's yeah. there's, there's it, with user generated content, especially where you know competitiveness is is an issue. There are always going to be people people gaming the system. But yeah. I think you, you've got to look at stuff like Yelp and go, how how do they actually make their money? You know, they make their money through people advertising, and if they can if they can manipulate things, or if they can you know even do it quietly. 
You know, they, they can because they can do it as oh, we detected them as spam. Oh, they're on there. Oh, it's our system. We can't, if we do it for you, we've got to do it for another. But as soon as you wave the greens, you know, it all makes yeah. a difference. Are, are people going to trust reviews in the future? Because I already hear people saying, well, if 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 a, a website has reviews, well, nice, but I don't trust them because that I know that uh, that's probably the owner themselves putting it putting them on there. Um, and they kind of trust sites like TripAdvisor, but is that going to change? I, I, it's was. This is where this is the one area where I think Google has really failed. I cannot type in a product next to Google product Plus. name <laughs> and review, and and not get spam, or not get auto-generated mm-hmm. content, or not get someone you know who's paid for somebody else to do a review that hasn't even looked at the product. You know, yeah. and I, I, I will not trust gadget blogs that do it with affiliate links and don't get me wrong i have i have blogs that have affiliate links for product reviews as well but I, if you're going to make money out of this me buying this it's in your interest to give it a, a, a permanent a thing of review i've even noticed this with amazon with amazon quite a bit that they used to be really really good at showing both the negative and the positive reviews but I've done I've done quite a few searches for Amazon products um, because like uh, Amazon Prime is like crack because you just click something it's there the next day. I really should disable that. But <laughs> I you just know. said that to this afternoon buying Kindle books. <laughs> I just spent yeah, fifty dollars on books. I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> that's just ridiculous. <laughs> but I've even it. noticed that they they they're showing less of the negative reviews and just more of the positive reviews. There was one where there was five positive reviews, but like 20 negative reviews, and the top three were all positive. So, you know, there's there's no one that I would trust at the moment to give me positive reviews willingly. No. You know, well... Okay, let, let's talk about this trust issue a little bit more after a break because uh, we need to go for a second uh, uh, sponsor break. So, uh, Brasco, can you take us to commercials? State of Search returns to cover the world of search marketing after we thank our sponsors. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. MySEOTool.com is your all-in-one SEO management resource. MySEOTool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. Line-by-line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. MySEOTool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. Try MySEOTool risk-free today. Go to MySEOTool.com. MySEOTool.com. On the road. On the boat, working out, or up in the air. Now you can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on the go from anywhere. Look for WebmasterRadio.fm on TuneIn. Available for download on your iPhone, iPad, BlackBerry, Android, Palm, Samsung, and Windows Phone. As well as Google TV, Yahoo TV, and Roku. Tune in to WebmasterRadio.fm on the go from anywhere by downloading TuneIn right now. WebmasterRadio.fm. We really are everywhere. WebmasterRadio.fm. Keep your headphones handy and the feed loaded. We never stop. Do you? You're listening to State of Search on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are your hosts. 
Welcome back to the uh, final part of the Status Search Show for uh, this Tuesday. And um, we were talking about uh, reviews before the break. I, I have like loads of topics I would want to discuss, but we have to be quickly. Um, uh, negative reviews. Um, people actually change their mind based on negative reviews. So uh, an article stated today. Um, Roy, have you ever changed your mind on, on based, based on negative reviews? I think I've told the story before about a hotel in London. Well, yeah. I mean, yes, yes, I did. <laughs> Just to hold this short, <laughs> Dom. <laughs> how do you do? <laughs> how, how do I look for hotels in London? No, how, how do you actually? Have you ever changed your mind based on reviews? Oh, all, all the time. Yeah. Um, I, when I, when I go and buy something, the first thing I'll do is just ask. Is I'll ask on Twitter. I'll say, "Is this crap or good?" And I will get people going. You know, I'll get people who've used it there genuinely. I'll get a lot of spam bots saying, buy this here, buy this here. But I will get people going, I've used it for a week, it was shite. I mean, rubbish, I can't swear on this one. Uh, oh, you can swear, but, you can swear. It's oh, no problem. I've done this four frigging times and now you tell me I can swear. Oh, thanks. <laughs> now, now, now I'm actually paying attention, sorry. <laughs> right, okay. Um, so, yeah, the first, I, I, I see the social circle being the, the reviews of trust rather than the internet you know the people that you know people that are in the industry people that are actually using the products that you want to use and i don't i don't think there's an easy way of monetizing that yet but somebody will find a way i think so yeah um okay really uh i'd like to get into a, a different topic again um twitter somehow in the past one or two weeks i think it started I've been seeing a lot of spam going around, and it's not the regular kind of spam uh, because it's not just the uh, the, the bots who uh, are sending out stuff. Uh, but it seems as if uh, a lot of accounts get hacked, and they are sending out DMs, and you get DMs like uh, "I've seen your uh, your face somewhere, and it's hilarious," something like that, and um, uh, people probably click on it because you, you you just see more and more of them. Uh, have you see have you gotten these messages too? I got one of I'm, them. I'm getting I'm getting about four or five a day. Yeah. And and they're really they're changing the message. So it used to be, oh my God, have you seen this picture of you? Now if anybody knows my Flickr feed, that is probably something someone would DM me. And then today I've got um, I got one saying talking about a video of me. Now, after this weekend, there are there are about thirty videos of me online. So of course, I'm going to click it. Now, most of them expect you to be on a Mac. Oh, sorry, they expect you to be on Windows. So, um, you know, but now they're but they're all right. Sorry, I just I hate loading up Twitter while I'm on. I just get distracted. <laughs> focus, Tom. Focus. So t- today I got I got what did I get? I got loads. Literally, I'm counting down today. I have had four. Yeah, yeah, um, me too. I, but also from people you trust, so that's that's weird. Um, yeah. No, uh, I, I, know that. I can't <laughs> stop laughing. Your facial expression here is priceless. With with a link, with the Twitter link, which goes to a tiny URL, which goes to a frigging free iPod page. What? I mean, does anybody how, actually how many on that? <laughs> I mean, how many cookies are going to be set when that when it happens? I mean. A lot, probably. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just just going to be ridiculous, but it just I just don't see that converting at all. I, I can't see anybody going. Oh, I'll see a picture of me. Oh, a free iPod. You know, well, let's let's go and have a go with that. I just I just I don't see the logic in it. I, I can understand people sending up Viagra email because you will eventually get someone that wants Viagra, but I don't get the Twitter spam. But well, again. I've seen I've seen pages where it's not about what's on the page, but what goes on uh, behind the page, so to speak. That every visitor uh, returns a few clicks on an ad you don't see. Um, I've I've seen that happen. That if you go somewhere, then you actually get clicked. You you click on stuff without clicking on it. If you just do your mouse uh, mouse over uh, a link, then then you're done. Uh, so maybe that's a way for them to make money. I don't know. Don't forget yeah. liking Facebook pages and stuff. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I think that's that's really interesting one uh, you're putting up there, Roy. 
the most annoying one I'm seeing is I'm going to put it in the chat room is that things appearing in Twitter search for for hashtags that don't actually have anything to do with what's in there. Um, I'm trying to find the Webmaster Radio tab at the moment, but there's a there's a, a tweet that's happened that I got earlier today, and we, we must have had a, at least 50 or 60 during the course of the, the conference because it was a, a popular hashtag. But none of them actually used the hashtag, and none of them were actually there. So if, I, if I'll paste this link now, and you can see that that, that, um, that tweet there doesn't actually contain anything to do with the conference, and the URL doesn't have it in the URL. Um, and... Um, oh, sorry, friggin' tweet. I'm going to close Twitter down now. <laughs> um, so, so what, they came from um, a lot of things came uh, during this weekend, and this, because things this was tweeted a lot, uh, chances yeah. are that people pick that up or spammers pick that up and then go for the lot a lot tweeted topics. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, that, that's what they did. They just picked it up. And yeah. they, but I don't know how they get in the search because it's got no relevance to anything. There's no hashtags. There's no. There's no nothing. It's. It's. I just don't understand it. And that, that's. That's. I've. I've sent this out to a few people and nobody can come up with it yet. Mm. What I've. What I've advised people to do is well, not just change passwords, but also um, uh, uh, check out um, what applications are connected to your account because. Could very well be that you're connected to some sort of shady, uh, shady, uh, um, yeah, application. I'm gonna, to, I'm gonna have a look at this. Yeah, so that that's interesting. Um, uh, so, but but it's also interesting, Roy, that you're saying I only got one or two, which may mean that um, it might be also more located toward the, towards the English language. Of course, it is. Yeah. I mean, it's a bigger audience, and who the hell understands Dutch anyway? <laughs> Does it matter? Well, the, the question is: Does it matter for for uh, th this kind of spam? Doesn't matter well, if it's English or Dutch. If yeah, it yeah, it, it does. I mean, the, the chance of somebody filling in an English form who speaks English is is way bigger than well a Dutchman filling out an English form on a website because then he smells like yeah, um, no, true. But uh, if it's like, for example, for the for for the Facebook likes and stuff like that, uh, then oh, it doesn't matter. I mean, actually, the Facebook likes are going to get picked up in English anyway, so that's okay. I mean, it yeah. doesn't matter where they come from, and, and they all have very nice girls on top of it, and whatever, very sweet, um, well, tits in there. Yeah. <laughs> I can click, I can click on that. I like anything I like. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the trick on me. I mean, you, yeah. can, fool, you can trick me into do, clicking anything if it's a, if it has a pretty girl on top of it. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's hope cheap. we're gonna. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, let, let's hope we're gonna get get that right. Um, we, we're getting uh, towards the end of the show. So, Dom, uh, I want to thank you very much for joining us uh, on on the show again, and uh, get some good sleep uh, after <laughs> a great great weekend. And uh, we're looking forward to the next uh, ThinkViz. Well, and hopefully uh, we'll see you in March. Um, hopefully, yes. And uh, also, um, make sure to be back on the show soon. Um, so, be. thank. Thank you, and thank you, Roy. Also, thank you, of course. Also, our uh, producer, um, uh, who's on the, on the other side, uh, Brasco. And uh, we'll be back next week uh, at uh, 2 p.m. on the East Coast, 11 a.m. on the West Coast, which is seven in the UK, eight in Europe. Thank you, and bye bye. All right, see you soon.